Welcome to Growing Faith, a Basin City project of connecting to one another through personal history. Located in a small farming community in eastern Washington, we aren't just growing crops, we're growing faith. Every person has a unique story. Listen in as we share, connect, and learn from one another. Hi, I am Lucy, and I am here with my grandpa, Brett Gledhill, and I am going to ask him a few questions. So, first, how can you share something about where you grew up as a kid? Well, that's interesting. I didn't grow up in Basin City. Uh, I grew up in, I considered it a small town, but it's not as small as Basin City, (laughs) Uh, Springville, Utah just south of Provo. We lived really close to the mountains, so I really enjoyed living uh, by the mountains. I really had a great childhood when I was growing up. Both my parents were school teachers, and so they had the summers off, and we used to go camping and fishing and do lots of fun stuff when I was little it was a ideal time to grow up when i was when i was young ideal yep uh how did your family end up in the basin city area well it's interesting because uh when i went to after i got home from my mission some friends and i were uh decided we wanted we were all going to byu and uh, we decided we didn't want to live at home. I was living at home after I got home from my mission because my family lived close to BYU. Yeah. And uh, we decided we might enjoy life a little bit more if we went over and lived on BYU campus. Oh. So we got an apartment and... Uh, and one of my roommates happened to be uh, Ben Casper. Oh. Did you know that? No, I did not. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so Ben Casper was one of my roommates in college. So that's how I met the Casper family. He had two sisters and that lived in the same apartment complex. Oh, really? Yeah. And so uh, we did a lot of things together. Uh me and some of my roommates and uh, Ben's sisters, Jill and Teresa, mm-hmm. uh, we did fun things together. Went to firesides and football games and cool. stuff like that. Yeah. One day, if I, you know, I if I wanted a date to go to a fireside or uh, to go to a ball game, I'd always call one of Ben's sisters because. I knew them, and they were fun. So I'd always asked for Teresa first. Hmm. and uh, But she always had a date with somebody else. <laughs> so I says, well, how about, uh, how about Jill? Can she, can she go? <laughs> and so Jill and I went out a lot. And uh, because Teresa was pretty popular in <laughs> college. <laughs> And uh, anyway, 
I, I met Teresa and, uh, we, I asked her to a dance and got to know her a little bit and it, we started dating and it wasn't too long after that, that, uh, we decided to get married and stayed in Utah for a while, but decided that we'd like to do something on our own. So we came up here to Basin City and, uh, farmed with Teresa's dad for a few years. And that's how we got started in Basin City. Cool. Yeah. I really like that. Uh, who was the most influential person in your life and why? Uh, I would have to say my dad. My dad was very attentive. Uh, I was the oldest of three children. He'd take us on fishing trips. He would teach me how to play baseball. would play catch in the backyard. And uh, uh, we did lots of things together. So I think... My dad was a, a, a real influence in my life. Um, he was also always busy in church. He was a bishop when I was really young. I think when I was 10 or 12 he was years old, he was a bishop. And then he was in the state presidency for a while. And so he was always doing church work, and that was a good example for me as well. How has living in the Basin City area affected your life? I'd say it was probably the best decision we ever made uh, is to come up here to Basin City. Uh, It's such a great place to raise a family. It was uh, hard, you know, at first and trying to get used to being here. Teresa was, she spent her whole life here, Grandma did. And so I was kind of an outsider for a while. People used to call me Brett Casper. <laughs> they didn't know who I was, and it was just as easy. You know, they didn't know Gled Hill. That was kind of a strange name to them. So uh, I got called Brett Casper for for the first few years that we were here in Basin City. <laughs> it always seems like when you live in Basin City, you're related to the Caspers somehow. That's right. That's right. <laughs> What were some of the jobs you've had in your life? Wow, that's a great question. I remember the first job I ever had. I was I was 13, 13 year old. That's how old you are, isn't it? I'm Is almost 13. Almost 13. Anyway, my first job was uh, I worked during the summer for a relative of mine, and we, he, he worked building uh, apartment houses, and so I helped him uh, during the summer. And I worked for a dollar an hour, one dollar an hour, and uh, I worked all summer long and earned three hundred dollars. Wow! And I thought I was the richest person that ever lived, <laughs> and so that was my first job. And then I got other jobs when I was growing up. When I was in high school, I'd sometimes work for small farmers. And uh, I would take hay bales and put them on, lift them on wagons. And I told myself at that time, I will never want to be a farmer. <laughs> it's just too hard work. 
So here I am, a farmer. <laughs> a farmer, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so also I, I worked in a bank. Oh. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I was a teller at a bank while I was going to college. I also worked for uh, a retail company that's out of business right now, but I used to manage one of their uh, stores, their lumber department. So I learned all about lumber and how to build things and cool. stuff like that. Yeah, Very cool. Uh, what were some of your hobbies or things you enjoyed doing? Well, I've always liked uh, sports. You know, I played tennis when I was oh. little. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when I was in junior high... Eighth grade, or maybe it was ninth grade. Eighth grade, I think. I played doubles with my best friend. And we went to the BYU Invitational where they invited tennis players from all over the state to play. And and my partner and I did really well. We took third place oh, in doubles. Wow. Yeah, so... That was a really good, fun thing. And so I, I've i always enjoyed doing sports. And I'm not very good, but I enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy you watching you cross country, too. That's been... I, w- I enjoy watching all of my kids as they do sports. And so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, will you share your faith journey with us? Yes. So I remember when I was a teenager going on a, we had a youth conference. And I remember uh, people bearing their testimonies, Mm -hmm. kids my age. And I felt something while they, when I heard them. And it it was the first time I, I really thought to myself, you know what? I I wonder if this religious stuff is really true. Hmm. That's kind of the first time I really wondered about that. So as I was preparing for my mission, uh, I decided I needed needed to know more. So I, I bought this book. It's called Truth Restored. It talks about the... Uh, history of the church and the restoration of the gospel. I took it up in the mountains because we lived close there and and it was a quiet place. Hmm. And it was the, as I was reading that book, that was the first time I, I thought to myself, this is true. Something inside me said that the gospel has been restored upon the earth again. And that Joseph Smith was a prophet of God. And the Book of Mormon was the word of God. And I learned about those things. You know, I attended seminary during high school and all this other stuff. But the first time I read the Book of Mormon with real intent. You know what that means? It means you really want to know. 
And that's the first time I really wanted to know. And when I did that, uh, I felt something inside me say, this is right. This is the way Heavenly Father wants us to feel. Yeah. It always seems like that they come from other people or if we're alone. Yeah. I think that's when we feel our strongest Mm -hmm. desires. What does it mean to you to live a Christ-centered life? I think if I want to be truly satisfied with the relationship that I have with my family and with my Heavenly Father, then the way I live and uh, the way I look to Christ as my Savior makes all the difference. Uh, I think since I've been older and have had more time to attend the temple, you know, Grandma and I works have worked in the temple for many years. That has kind of cemented my commitment to Heavenly Father and trying to do everything that I can to focus on becoming close to the Savior. Yeah, definitely. What is one truth you hold on to during times of struggle? The, the truth that I hold on to is that I am never alone. Mm. You know, even when, I, when things are really, really difficult. And everybody has really hard things that they have to go through in life. Definitely, yes. And, uh, you know, when I was 13 years old, I thought it was hard, but it's nothing. Well, the challenges when you're 13 are hard, but they're different when you get get older. Mm. Start having your own kids. Yeah. Start having to try to uh, feed a family and all this other stuff. As those in each stage of your life, the challenges are different. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's... Uh, it's important that we try to understand that we are not alone and that Heavenly Father is always with us and that we have family members who love us and want us to want us to succeed. So I think being close to the Savior and having family members help are the keys to overcoming the challenges of life. Yeah, because if you're... Family members haven't gone through it. You know that God has. Right. Right. Very good, Lucy. Thank you for that. Yeah. So I think I've asked all the questions. So thank you for answering my questions and telling me all about your life because I did not know a lot of that. Well, you're welcome. And it's been a pleasure for me to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much.